Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope your week is treating you well. I hope you had a good weekend. We're back today with another coffee chat episode. If you're new here, every Monday we catch up over coffee. We talk about what's been going on behind the scenes, what I'm feeling vulnerable about, what I'm proud of. We talk about what's coming up on the podcast this week. And we also go through three good things and a little something I'm learning right now. So I'm happy to be here. I'm happy for us to catch up over coffee and just start our week well. So we typically start these episodes with three good things, just three little things that are bringing joy to my life right now. The first one is that Super Goop, the like sunscreen brand sent me a PR box and I'm a ginger. So this is kind of like every ginger's dream. I got like all the sunscreens I could possibly want in the mail and it's like amazing. I've been using their everyday sunscreen for like three years now and they sent over several different options. They sent an everyday, they sent the glow screen, and they sent the unseen. And I'm wearing the glow screen today, and it is glowy. It is glowy, I'm not gonna lie. It feels really cool. Yeah, super grateful. Number two is that the candles are out. They're officially out at our house. We are lighting the candles in the morning, lighting them at night. The cozy vibes have arrived and I am grateful for that as well. Third is that I made some of my favorite meals this week that I normally would go out for or order in for at home over the weekend and it was so fun. I made homemade tomato soup. I made myself this like amazing Sunday brunch. I like to do a special Sunday breakfast typically just because I have time. I'm not I don't do chores or anything on Sundays. I usually just have plenty of time for that. I often will make like a waffle or something like that. But this week I made like my dream brunch. I made some mushrooms, a salad. I made eggs and a bagel, a smoothie. It was just like a a luxurious brunch. Like if I had gone out to eat and ordered whatever I wanted and it was really fun. And the other thing I made was takeout. I didn't make this from scratch, but in like normally if we order takeout Chinese or something, it's like a solid amount of money. Like I would say like $70, not necessarily just for the takeout, but it's kind of like a combination of a bunch of things, right? Like it just kind of adds up. We, I did like the Trader Joe's version of like orange chicken and beef and broccoli. It was like maybe 10 bucks. I don't know why I don't always do that. And we have a rice cooker. So we have like really good rice. It was awesome. So felt like a win. Let's get into what I'm learning right now. So if you don't know, I'm an Enneagram 7. And so one of the things that I tend to do is solve problems by adding in more things. I wrote a whole piece about this in my last book, The Enneagram Letters, kind of talking about how I tend to solve problems through more and that less is always actually the answer. And I've been learning this lesson for so many years to try to solve my problems by taking things away instead of adding things in. But I honestly just find that really difficult, especially when it comes to running a business 
and also even doing things around the house. So for the business, this comes from FOMO. Like if I don't put out a ton of seeds in every direction, then I might miss out on the one seed that would sprout and grow, right? So it's, it's kind of like this fear-based mindset of I need to constantly be putting my hands in a bunch of different pockets because I never know which one's going to actually take off. Obviously, this creates some issues. It creates burnout. It prevents me from like really going all in on something that I really want to go all in on. And it makes me spread that creative energy a little too thin. For home, it feels like I do it because I see all the things that would make our house feel better. And then I don't have time to do it throughout the week because I'm, I'm working and I'm, you know, we're, we're parents, we're working, we're trying to survive in capitalism. And so I'm like, okay, every Saturday I just do my chores, but I see so much that could be improved and I'm trying to shove it all into one day. And then I feel like I shouldn't rest that day until I'm like fully exhausted. Like, okay, I need this day. I need to exhaust myself. And I think to some degree, I do have a personality that does need to be exhausted at the end of the day. Um, I, if you follow human design at all, I'm a manifesting generator. That's like one element of our, our character type. And I also think sevens, we just have a ton of energy and I have an eight wing, so I'm like energy times two. And so I do think that I tend to need to wear myself out and that helps me to rest on Sunday, honestly. But at the same time, the advice that I tend to give to eights is the advice I need to be taking when it comes to housework, which is to end the day with a little bit left in your tank so that you're not ending the day like fully wiped out and you can recognize and honor a limitation because limits are healthy, especially when it comes to overdoing and when to rest. So I need to start taking my own advice but I do think that I'm, what I'm learning right now is to know my why and to not do things unless I have a reason or it points back to my purpose. And this is so important for me because a lot of what I'm working on is working less and giving myself time to feel inspired and creative and one like focused in just like a few directions. And so if I'm jumping every time I have an idea, even if that idea doesn't point toward an end goal, it is not the best use of my time, right? Like just because I think this is a good idea, it doesn't necessarily mean that that idea is going to support the goals that I have for myself right now and therefore may not be the best use of my time and energy. This can look like in business, recognizing when I want to create something just because it feels fun to make and when I'm creating something because it points back to a why. Now, the tricky thing is that I do think sometimes we need to foster that fun, but we also have to recognize when we're creating for the sake of creation or out of fear of missing out or fear of it being like an, a missed opportunity and when we're creating with intention and purpose. For me, I can tell the difference. <laughs> like I know when I'm operating out of kind of this autopilot need to constantly be doing and when I'm operating with intention and purpose in mind. Now with housework, I need to know why I'm choosing to tackle those specific elements instead of just for the sake of not sitting still, 
right? Like, am I doing this because it will solve a problem, because it will make the house feel better? Or am I doing this because I'm scared to sit down and rest on a day that I've allocated for doing things? Even though there will always be things to do. Like, that's the other thing, right? With business and with home things, it's like there will always be more. There will always be more to do than can be done. So when do you recognize that limitation? When do you recognize to say yes? And when can you recognize to say no? And I think this advice is also good for those of you or who are people pleasers. So instead of just saying yes right away, like someone's like, hey, can you help me with this thing? Of course I can, that's my job. Instead, check in and say, let me think about it. And then really ask yourself why you would do it and consider if you like that answer, right? Are you saying yes because you want them to like you? Are you saying yes because you want something from them and you think you have to give in order to receive? Or are you saying yes because it's genuinely something you want to do? Ask yourself that and, and put your energy behind the whys that you could actually stand behind. I think that's like the advice I have to take for myself right now with myself is when I have an idea, when I have an impulse to do something, checking in and going, why are you doing this? What is this pointing toward? If I don't have a solid answer, if I don't like that answer, it's time for me to pause. It's time for me to take that off the list until I know my why. So that's what I'm learning this week. Now let's get into a little bit of the behind the scenes. So last week, what went on over here? I went to Montreal for an incubator. So we did the incubator from Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. It was Labor Day weekend. It was so good. It was so fun to go and work with my client there. I really am excited about the work that she's doing. I'm excited about the work we did together. It was just really, it was a really cool experience. It was really fun. I love these incubators. I love getting to travel to you, to work together in person. So much of what we do now is online. So getting to have these times where we're really getting to know each other is just the coolest thing, honestly. I will say while we're here, I am taking one incubator per quarter next year. And so if you're interested in doing one for quarter one for 2024, let me know on Instagram and we can just talk it out and see if it's a good fit for you, if it's the right thing for you right now, or if I'm the right fit for what you're looking for. And yeah, just DM me at Sarah Jane Case and we can hash that out, we can talk it through. I will also link information for the incubators in the show notes. The other thing that went on behind the scenes this past week is because I worked over the weekend, I had kind of a weird work week because I worked Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then I took off Tuesday, and then I took off Wednesday, and then I worked Thursday, Friday. And so that was just kind of like an interesting switch up to have two days off in the middle of the week. I don't find that to be the easiest thing, but it's also a kind of fun. You know, it feels like you're playing hooky a little bit, even though I had worked, you know, plenty over the weekend. The other thing is that I rearranged the house for fall. I brought out the candles and the decor and kind of refreshed everything. And it feels really nice and cozy. And it's like fall started the moment I did that for me. I don't know, the, the weather changed as well when, when that happened. The weekend that I did the decor, the weather changed to like the whole week being in the 70s. And so it just felt like time and it feels 
I don't know, it feels really nice and cozy in here. I made progress on a secret project that I'm working on. I wish I could share more with you, but just know I worked really hard on that last week as well. Now, things I'm feeling vulnerable about, I am feeling vulnerable about working on a secret project. I don't think I've ever done that to any to the extent that I'll be doing this one. Typically, I tell you all everything right away. As soon as I have an idea, I talk you through the process of creating the idea. I am like such an open book normally, but this is one that I'm just kind of keeping close to the chest while I work on it because I kind of want to just launch it once it's made. And I will say that when I go into like what I'm feeling proud of, it's doing what I say I'm going to do for myself. I... I'm just feeling really grateful for that part of my personality this week. I think it's so easy. Everything in the world wants us to not do the things that we say we're gonna do for ourselves. There's so many ways to not do that. You know, there's so many opportunities to ignore the goals that we have in our lives. It's it's just what is expected almost. That I'm just really proud that when I say I'm gonna do something. I, nine times out of 10, commit to doing it and make it happen. Is it always successful? Absolutely not. (laughs) But I'm so grateful for that lack of fear of failure, wherever that came from. I'm just really proud of it today and I wanna name that. Core values. So typically on Mondays, we talk about my core desired feelings, but for full, I've decided to focus on values because I was thinking that it's a little more actionable. It's less focused on like how I, how I wanna feel and trying to cultivate a very specific feeling, which is a seven can get kind of tricky for me. It can be not the most supportive practice. And so I like values as a way to also set these intentions, but to do it from a place of choice rather than like hoping everything will make me feel the way I want to feel. So I chose interested, inspired, and intentional for my values this month. In order to feel interested this week, I'm going to meet things with curiosity and not fear. So when I feel a fear or an anxiety arise, I want to just meet it with curiosity and go, you know, what are you doing here? I want to ask more questions than give fearful answers inspired, I want to give myself time without consuming any content or making any content. I really just want to have some time where I'm bored out of my mind so that I can get refreshed and have new ideas. And intentional, I want to choose to work on things that point in a direction, not just for the sake of working. I want to work for purpose. And my self-care challenge last week was to take two days off because I was concerned I wouldn't, that I would end up working like 14 days in a row or something crazy. But I did. I took off Tuesday and just was a tourist in Montreal. It was so nice. And then Wednesday was a travel day, but I took that day off as well. And then this week for self-care, I think I want to make bagels. I really love cooking, especially in the fall. And I think making homemade bagels sounds like a really fun challenge. I don't think it's something that I'm going to do well the first time. And I'm kind of excited about that. I want to learn how to do something new. What's coming up in terms of content on the podcast this week? Tomorrow, we're going to walk through a practice of creating a supportive ritual or routine. Wednesday, we're going to do our weekly Q&A. 
Thursdays, notes from therapy, and Friday, a replay episode from an interview I did with a type one Malika Starnes. It's kind of a few years ago that we did this interview and honestly y'all has just been on my mind this week. My incubator client in Montreal is a type one and I think I'm just kind of feeling a tenderness toward the type one point this week in general and I loved this interview from Malika so much so I thought I will bring it back and give it a little replay because there's so many of you who've joined us just in recent years. This is kind of bringing it to the forefront so you can hear it for the first time. It's just such a good one and I hope you enjoy it. So this week is an invitation to know why you do what you do before committing to doing it. And we're going to end today with a quote from Frederick Nietzsche. He who has a why to live for can bear almost any how. Thank you all so much for being here and I will see you tomorrow for the next one. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.